Welcome to the Buick Outdoors Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Marion, and on this podcast, we dive deep into the outdoors. We discuss hunting and fishing techniques, give you tips and tricks, tell stories, and everything in between to help you enjoy the outdoors. This podcast is brought to you by Northbound Gear. Northbound Gear is designed for maneuverability and durability and is made to last through even the toughest of elements. My go-to for their pants is the Water Resistance Adventure Pants and their lined waterproof jeans. I've worn them while out ice fishing, crawling through the woods, bear hunting, and on the west coast out on the boat. And I even wear them around when I'm having a lazy day at the house. They are that comfortable. They also offer jackets, summer pants, backpacks, and many more. Men's and women's sizes are available, and by partnering with One Tree Planted, you're planting a tree with every purchase. Check them out for yourself at northboundgear.co, and when you use my promo code SHELDON15 at checkout, you'll receive 15% off your order. That's northboundgear.co and promo code SHELDON15. This podcast is brought to you by Rampage Coffee. Rampage Coffee is crafted in micro-batches to produce a premium quality coffee that is just not possible any other way. Step up your coffee game and get amped with premium quality freshly roasted coffee. Right now I'm waiting on the sampler bundle where you get to try all four blends for around $20. It comes with a full force premium espresso, code black dark roast, riot medium roast, the C4 extreme caffeine blend, and it also comes with some pretty cool looking stickers. If you head over to rampagecoffee.com and use our promo code Buick, you'll receive 10% off. That's rampagecoffee.com, promo code B-U-I-C-K to get 10% off and get amped with Rampage Coffee. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Buick Outdoors podcast. If you're new around here, my name is Sheldon Marion, and today we're joined by my brother Blaine and his wife Courtney. They're down here in Hudson Hope and they have uh, Macaroni Meadows, YouTube channel and a No Wasted Days podcast. You guys want to head over there and check them out. Uh, seeing how it's springtime, uh, do you guys have any plans for this spring? Yeah, I got uh, tons of plans. We got, uh, well, first of all, spring, new beginnings, starting our uh, 2023 garden season. And then uh, we are planning on tapping a whole bunch of birch trees and canning birch water, doing the birch syrup again, and then uh, bear camp in May. Nice. Yeah. Lots of good stuff on the horizon. We like spring around here. It keeps oh, us busy. Yeah, yeah spring's yeah. the best. It's always fun. Yeah, because I know every year for the last few years I've been doing birch water and mm-hmm. uh, making syrup and all that stuff. Now we've kind of done an annual birch syrup season, yeah. and it's always a blast getting outside and going around, tapping all the birch trees, and collecting all the water and even just sitting there listening to all the birch mm-hmm. sap just kind of run and drip into the, the cups or the buckets yeah. or whatever. It's, uh, it sounds almost as good as hearing the first geese fly over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last year when I did the birch stuff, like dad went and tapped all the trees and then he told me where they all were and he's like, yeah, if you want to collect the water, go ahead. So I went out for like probably like four or five days and just collected water. And I loved it. I was getting up and like driving out at like six with a coffee. Yeah. And like it was a bit of work because you got to trudge in there and get them all. And like 
there's nothing better than taking a big swig of that birch water right out of the tree. <laughs> like, it is, oh, it's the best. I loved it. Yeah. And it's like a little adventure, too, right? Because you got to go set mm-hmm. them up, and you got to go check on them, check them periodically, and, like, the one area your dad had them in, there was, like, it was almost like a little bit of, like, a hike, because we had to, like, go back up in there, yeah. and then we had to pack them back out. It was good exercise, and it was just super nice to, like, get out and do these things, right? Especially mm. when you've been, like, cooped up all winter. Yeah, and then at the end, too, if you have just birch uh, birch sap or birch water, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, that in itself is, like, just amazing stuff. And if you boil it down, take time to actually make the syrup, like it's mm-hmm. it's just as good, if not better, than uh, maple syrup. And I think it's better because you've made it yourself, so it's kind of yeah. a little chip on the old shoulder. Yeah, I remember, like, boiling the sap and the, or the birch water last year. And it was one of, like, the, my highlights of the year. I loved it. Yeah. Like, it just added more in and watching it go down, added more. And... We were set up. We had a nice little setup in our old house. We were in the yeah. uh, garage there. We were watching hockey, and we had your dad over, and we had a big party. Not a big party, but we had a little get-together mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. we boiled her down. Yeah, it was fun. I think we we had something crazy, like, over 200 liters of, of water, and I think we got like ended up with 12 liters of syrup or something something well, crazy like that yeah cool. it's it's very very easy to go overboard especially yeah. like once as you start to boil it all down you see how long it actually takes yeah. you're like okay I, I we have enough yeah and you look over and you're like i got 30 more gallons of birch water <laughs> and the trees are still tapped i'm yeah. gonna do another round so i'm gonna have like Another twenty gallons of birch water. It's like, yeah. okay, that's it. We're we're cutting it off. Yeah. We're like, we need to go and pull the taps and yeah. plug the trees. And I'm excited this year because I'm gonna can some of just the birch water so we can have that too. I want to mm. do a ton more than so we did good. last year. Like we, I feel like we didn't do enough this year because yeah. I use it in everything. Like I use it like in, in just your smoothies. I even like throw it in with like my, my cookie dough ball things I make. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's so like versatile. Give it out to pre- for presents. People like it yeah. too, actually. Yeah. The, uh, the birch syrup, my favorite, is with oatmeal, birch syrup, and a little scoop of honey. Yeah. It's so good. That is good, yeah. It's a yeah. good yeah. When uh, at Bert, uh, Bear Camp there last year, I made like that bear teriyaki, mm-hmm. I, whatever it was. I don't even know what you'd want to call it because it was pretty well birch syrup, some brown sugar, soy sauce. Yeah. And like a little bit of salt, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just like boiled it down and just <laughs> made that nice little slurry with all the the bear meat and a bunch of onions and that yeah, was good and peppers and stuff and all oh, it was it was Super great mm-hmm. it was really good it's tasty yeah it was and then on top of uh birch sap and birch water and all that good stuff and making the syrup pretty well right after that we got uh bear camp coming up and then that's kind of the start of like spring foraging season where there's more than mm-hmm. just birch trees to go after i know last year we were looking for a little bit of chaga while we were out at bear camp and then we were also picking all those fiddleheads mm-hmm. and i think we we're a little late for the fiddleheads i think so yeah yeah because yeah. there were some they were starting to turn brown good. and fuzzy and <laughs> yeah, everything i read it was like yeah you want to get these when they're nice short and like still green yeah and that one i tried to eat and it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh yeah it was a little past its due date there. yeah yeah so they don't want to give that a, a try again mm-hmm. and then also the morel mushrooms yeah there was all them false morels that we found and then 
in June. Me and Shelby found that patch of like actual proper morel mushrooms, so I want to go and pick some of those again. And then you guys had that big fire out yeah. here in the parts that didn't get completely nuked. Should be, be nice. a good, a good mm-hmm. breeding ground for yeah. To yeah. Picking. Yeah, as long as there's some green shoots yeah. growing up and like willows and stuff starting to grow back, I think mm-hmm. that'd be a nice little place. Yeah, I was <clears throat> pretty excited to go check that out. I haven't even been to like where the forest fire was yet, so mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see what it looks like. And yeah, I'm hoping to get some mushrooms this year. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'd be kind of nice. I know there's been a couple of spots where <clears throat> your neighbor there was saying they got like. It got nuke, nuke. Like it got extremely yeah. hot. But the other spots that only kind of the fire just kind of went over the top of it. Mm-hmm. We should be able to find some mushrooms. Yeah. Over there, and the morels they're amazing. And even at like the rustic pantry here. Yeah. That little bag was like forty dollars. And like, yeah. I found like get too much. Yeah. seven or eight of those bags <laughs> just in <laughs> that small little area that me and Chad yeah. we were in. And like I don't do it for like the money value, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty neat that we can just kind of go out and find these pretty well extremely expensive mushrooms and just <laughs> yeah, just growing right there. Fifty of them right here, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's just a great way to just like get out and enjoy this, like enjoy the weather, enjoy mm-hmm. the change of seasons, and yeah. I can't remember there. when we did it last year. It must have been in June, I think, when we got the uh, the spruce tips too. Yeah, that, that was, was a little June, later. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, was, that June. was June. Was it was about halfway through June, almost yeah. July. We I think it because it was it was actually Father's Day weekend. We went out. That's yeah, right. We went and picked them up Moberly while we yeah. camped with your dad. Yeah, so we made spruce tip jelly. That was it's really good. It almost mm. tastes like lemonade. Like it does. It's good. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. It's got mm. kind of like a little tart, a little little taste yeah. to it. We made that and rose petal jelly. Yeah, mm, rose yes. petal rose petal jelly to me just tastes like summertime. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so good. Yeah, well, last year, me and Shelby, we picked a bunch of the rose petals, uh, yeah. or rose buds, just in our yard, and when we threw those into the dehydrator, like, mm-hmm. our house smelled amazing. Yeah. And then the tea, it's great. I yeah. think I, I think I tried just kind of chewing one up, and it, mm-hmm. just like the rose petal mm-hmm. itself, Yeah. just eating it, like, raw, it was good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's something really cool about foraging that I just really enjoy. Mm. I don't know what it is. Just, just that, like, primal brings you back to, like, how things used yeah. to be, right? How you used to get things done. Yeah. You're out in nature and, like, and you're getting something that you can eat or use. It's, like, such a cool thing. And it's all from, yeah, from natural stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat, too. Like, if you, like, tonight we had a cup of tea before recording this podcast. And, mm-hmm. like, you can either grab a bag of Tetley or you can grab a mason jar and be like, hey, <laughs> yeah. I picked this, I yeah. hydrated, I got it right here out of the yard, and it, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it's a cool factor to it. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's also, like, the organic factor and pesticide, this and that for you, whatever, but it also, at the end of the day, it is pretty just... Just like cool, like, I think yeah, it's, I it is. Yeah. 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 You went out of your way to pick it, you put your thoughts in it, you put your, you mm-hmm. know, you put your effort, even like just brewing it yourself. Like you're putting a little piece of yourself into that, mm-hmm. knowing that from start to finish, you know, you've gathered that yourself. It's mm-hmm. all your ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then another thing that gets me outside too is, uh, well, you got the same rock tumbler that mm-hmm. I got now. So, like, you got a reason to actually go oh, yeah. out to the river and it's like, well, if the fishing sucks, <laughs> yeah. let's look for cool rocks and like on the yeah. Peace River and like all the creeks and stuff that flow in, like 
there's rocks and They're everywhere. stuff like everywhere. Yeah. I don't want to call them crystals and gems, but like it, they kind of look like it. Mm-hmm. Like some of them do. Like you get all the reds and the purples mm-hmm. and the blues mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's that's pretty wicked. And, uh, how long did you tumble your rocks for when you first got that thing? Oh gosh, I think they ended up because it ended up getting unplugged once, so it ended <laughs> up going back on for a couple of days too long. But I think in total it was like thirty. Four days. It was a long tumble. <laughs> and like it was cool, but I used like most of the ones that just came with like the kit they tell you to try out. Mm. Um, I did throw a few in from Williston, um, but I'm excited to do just like whatever. Because yeah. as you can see, I've got rocks in this hole, that hole, every <laughs> hole around this place. Yeah, they're everywhere. But I'm super excited <laughs> to go and get uh, go and get some nice fresh ones once we can get kind of more into the, you know, mm-hmm. once the snow melts and we can kind of pick them a little bit easier and get some more variety. And toss them on in there. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that Williston Lake Beach area is so cool. I want to get driftwood there, too. Yeah, there's, like, tons of driftwood. And early spring and early summer, there is, like, hundreds of yards of sand, like, beach. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, like, literally like you're at the ocean. It's magical. (laughs) And then, but then as, like, the summer goes on and the water level comes up, it kind of, the beach kind of goes away. But, yeah, Yeah. the early summer and early spring, it's so cool. It is, yeah. It's, like, legit magical. It's so cool. I was so blown away the first time we seen it. Like, the first time. Yeah, first time I I took you there, I was like, can you believe this is, like, right here? It's one of my my most favorite places in the world. Yeah, Yeah. it's amazing. Like, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Well, I heard on Williston Lake, too, there's a bunch of fossils Mm -hmm. out there somewhere, too. Like, did you guys ever go out and look for them fossils? No. I've heard that they're out there somewhere, but I've never. Yeah. Well, there's... uh, there's supposed to be those ones past Carbon Lake, too, but I haven't been out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I Colin was go. talking about that, too. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's fossils and stuff out in that area. We'd have to go check it out. Like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, once the weather starts turning our way, yeah. we know what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, then uh, the dinosaur tracks, the Six Peaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, that place is wicked to yeah. see if you guys want to head out there. We can go out there. Yeah, too. I haven't been out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to check that out. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then the big one, too, is just the bear hunting trips coming up. There's, oh, yeah. I'm going to have two tags. You're going to have two tags. Mm-hmm. Dad's coming out. Courtney's coming out. You're coming out, but you don't have your hunting license. Uh, I think Karen's coming out, but she's just kind of doing some day trips kind of deal, and she's mm-hmm. not going to be hunting. But Yeah. So, yeah, there's four of us with two tags each. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had the opportunity to kill eight bears and yeah. yeah i'm pumped for it i can't wait like yeah. i look forward to it all year and like i would i've always been like into hunting and stuff but until like the bear camp and bear hunting like now i'm like hooked what i look forward to it all year and i always tell all my friends like you ever tried bear sausages and they're like <laughs> oh, no I'm like here try some smokies yeah and like it's so much fun out there oh yeah, yeah. and it's just nice to get away and like just sit around the fire with your friends and family bullshit and like yeah it's the best so low-key right like away from the away from the world away from the rat race for a little bit and just out there doing your thing and and with bear hunting too like it's not like moose hunting or elk hunting like i remember when we were a kid it was like oh you gotta get up at like 5 (laughs) a.m yeah it's like bear it's bear hunting you can get up and go at eight nine noon whatever you're on bear schedule bear time yeah all day every day the amount of bears (laughs) i've shot i've shot them at right as the sun is coming up Mm -hmm. right as the sun is going down i've also shot them at one in the afternoon (laughs) yeah 
I was just like, well, I don't know, I'm going to grab myself a nice tea, grab yeah. the dogs, and you know, I'm just going to go up the road and see what happens, and oh, look at that, there's a bear. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's enjoyable as hell, and like, anybody can do it, anyone can mm-hmm. go, like. Anybody. And it's nice, too, because I love it, because it's like, it's nice, kick back, relax, there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. There's so many bears in this area, too, where like, yeah. if you see one screw up the stock, it's like, ah, well. Whatever, we'll just go up the road a little longer, or if anything, we'll see one tomorrow. Yeah. Like what like you said with moose and elk, it's wake up at mm-hmm. 3 a.m., get all your camel on. Yeah. You start hiking or quad at like 4, you get out to wherever at 5, they hike in a little bit further, and mm-hmm. then you sit there and you do your calls and stuff yeah. when you're calling elk. And then like as the sun's coming up, you can hear them coming, and then if you get one, you gotta pack it all the way out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, it's like the kind of hardcore hunts where, like, bear hunting, yeah, you can just bring your kid, bring mm-hmm. your uncle, bring your brother. Right? Whatever. Yeah, it's like, drive around and have fun. Bring the dogs and bullshit. Right? Yeah. Play yeah. music and, like, yeah, it's it's so enjoyable. It's yeah. more of a, like, slow down than hurry up. That's where most yeah. hunts are, like, hurry up, hurry up, we're on, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's a really good, uh, it's a really good bonding dynamic. Mm. Yeah. Well, then also, too, when it comes to, like, moose and elk, like, there's a lot of years where you get one mm-hmm. chance, like, if that, and if yeah. you screw it up, like, that, you're, you're done. Yeah. That was your season. Yeah. Where bears, it's like, well, it's 8 a.m., we've already seen <laughs> three. Yeah. See, so we see number four, and then maybe we'll go back for breakfast, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Even the dogs like it. They go freaking mm-hmm. bat shit when we're out there. They go nuts. Oh, yeah, they go nuts. They Macaroni so dirty, they're always it. disgustingly dirty after like yeah. day one. It's so funny. Oh yeah, but they don't care. They just keep running <laughs> and dodging and yeah. having a good time as long as you roll up your window, eh, Blaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, last year we were putting the stock on a bear and macaroni jumped right out of the window and started chasing us. Yeah. It's like, oh, back. no. Yeah. Blaine left your window open. What do you mean, honey? How can you tell? And well... <laughs> Dogs running down the road. That's a pretty good sign. Yeah. Blaine should get in trouble for that, not macaroni. Oh, yeah. Blaine left the window open. She didn't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, where are you going? I'm coming with you. Oh, yeah. I like, I remember when we got home, she just like slept for like three days. Oh, yeah. She was, <laughs> she was like, I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm tired. Yeah. I've been a busy girl. Yeah. Well, how long were you guys out for last year? Like, was out for a while. Yeah, because you kind of came out for like three or four days, went to town for a day or two, and then came back out again. Yeah, I'm, think. Tr- I'm trying to think. I I was out quite a bit. You were out quite a while. I know. I had to go back to town because we were selling our house then, and I, 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 just I had to get out. everything packed up kind of thing. And, I was just yeah. doing the final cleaning. But I was out for up. probably 10 days total, I would think. Yeah. Somewhere around there. It was It was really fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it's never a dull moment, too. And then also, like... It's in the springtime, so if you ever just kind of want to just sit back and relax and do nothing, you know, you yeah, build a fire and hang out outside. Like, it's yeah. nice being out in the open outside, right? Like, mm. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you know you've been, you get that cabin fever from being around the house too much. When the winters are rough and you're, you know, you don't spend mm. so much time outside. It's just so nice to have that. It's like a, just like a like a breath of fresh air, right? Being outside, being around your people that you want to be around, and just doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and last year too, like. We still lived in Fort St. John, so it's like we're living in the city, as I call <laughs> the it now. City. And like, it was so nice to just get out and be outside in nature, surrounded by trees. 
Yeah. Like, oh, it's just such a breath of fresh air. Well, and it was a nice way to decompress because we were, you know, we were selling our house, we were buying a new yeah. house, and it was just, we had so much on the go that it was really nice to be able to take advantage of that um, because it's one of those things in life that is really, you know, it's it's something that you need. It's, it's you need it. It's, it's underrated, or sorry, it's overrated to not get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things too, like, I had the Starlink out there, but unless the generator was running mm-hmm. and I strung everything out and plugged it in, like, you don't have any internet, so mm-hmm. you can't just sit there and watch TV all day. So it's like, yeah, you're kind of almost forced to actually relax. Yeah. And like, I mean, you have cell phones there, so you can still go on Facebook and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like, you're definitely not sitting there watching TV all yeah. day kind of a thing, so it's... And last year, too, like, I wasn't doing any of, like, the filming or podcasting. Like, you still were. Mm. And, like, I'd watch you and, like, we'd get back or whatever. And you'd, like, oh, i got to transfer all my stuff and charge all my uh, my batteries and all that. And I'm, like, man, look at this guy. Oh, know. yeah. And now I'm thinking this year, I'm, like, how am I going to charge my batteries? And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got to make sure I'm getting footage. And what yeah. I, I'm thinking of videos I'm going to make when I'm out there. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. we got yeah, all kinds of ideas. Oh, yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, for me, it, it motivates the hell out of me. And then, plus, like, I got this camera. I got my mm-hmm. other GoPro 10, GoPro 7, GoPro 3. Yeah. Uh, I got my cell phone. And, like, yeah, you head out on a hunt. And, like, it's <laughs> kind of chaos. Yeah. But it's organized chaos. Oh, yeah. It's, well, when I'm doing it by myself. Yeah. Because I got... My main camera looking at the bear. Yeah. Another camera looking at me. And then I usually got my head camera <laughs> flying down the barrel. So I, I see a bear and it's not like back in the day where I just got out of the yeah. truck and just boom. It's get out of the truck. Turn this one on. Turn that one on. Turn this one on. Oh, lenses. You look yeah, like one of those uh, one-man bands with the guitar, the drum, and the harmonica. Yeah, I'm just missing a clip around my neck there. So yeah. playing it a tune and... Oh, it, it's so much fun for me, and it's such a challenge because, like, yeah. bear hunting, the way we hunt them up here, it's it's like chicken hunting. Yeah. You drive until you see one, and then you either shoot it or you don't, and then you keep driving, and you see another one, mm-hmm. and, like, it's whatever. So, like, the first couple of years when I first started bear hunting, it was wicked because it was like, oh, cabin fever is mm-hmm. done, over, gone. I'm getting out. I'm hunting something again other than rabbits or squirrels. Yeah. And then it was like, maybe I should film this stuff. And then it still took me a couple more years. And now that I'm filming it, it's not, like, that easy hunt anymore. Like, no, there's a there's bit a of a challenge, challenge yeah. to it now where it's like... I know. I was going to say, like, this year, like, you're going to have to, like, film for me. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I'm already nervous as it is trying to, like, get a shot off at a bear. And then trying to film and... I'd be a one I, I see you shaking. Like, I see you shaking when you shoot. Yeah, oh yeah, I got, like, you. I'm I got you. I'll do the filming. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then there's times too where like you have that decision: do I bring the tripod and set the rifle up on that, or yeah. do I bring the main camera and get the footage of it? Well, being yeah. a YouTuber, I'm bringing the camera. Yeah. So now I'm sitting there offhand. And I'm like, oh man, I hope I can get this shot. And yeah. some days I got to put the gun like beside the camera and use the camera tripod yeah. as a gun tripod and i feel like filming it might now that i know like a little bit of the aspects of filming that maybe it'll even help me a bit because it'll slow me down and be like, okay i gotta get the camera out first yeah I gotta, you're gonna have to actually sure. put the old yeah, brain in rush. there right yeah. yeah make sure that bear's centered on screen yeah. and in yeah. focus and make sure this one is on and <laughs> make sure that one's on and make sure it's 
looking at you and yeah. some days depending on where your head camera is you kind of have to offset it that way when you're actually looking down the barrel of the gun yeah. it's down the barrel and not like off yeah. kilter and yeah yeah it's a blast and it, it makes it uh a little more enjoyable but like extremely frustrating mm-hmm. some days too especially yeah. when you're like messing around and you finally get all your stuff organized and you look and well, now the bear's 100 yards further. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Oh, no, well, whatever, a few more steps, I guess. And, yeah. Or it's like you hear a vehicle coming from behind you, and you're like, if I wasn't <laughs> messing around with this stuff for five minutes, I would have had this bear, but yeah. now the track's coming. And right. <laughs> adds that extra element to like really like make it worth it once you do get that bear. You're like, oh, I didn't put so much mm-hmm. work into this. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and just then... jump out and grab the old gun and give her a blast. Like You actually mm-hmm. got to work for your money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, then you get to edit it all together, put up on YouTube, and they have a story to tell for mm-hmm. however many years YouTube is still yeah. online. And, and it's, then... yeah, like, I can go back and see every bear I've ever got because you filmed it for me. Yeah. That's so cool. Like, <laughs> That's I can so go fun. back and be like, check that out. Look at that one. Yeah. That's so neat. It's such a neat little thing. Oh, yeah, and then you can double up on it, too, and talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. You can sit there and, all right, on this episode, we talk about Blaine's bear. And yeah. Here's a kick-ass hunting story for you. Right? It's so cool. <laughs> I love this stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's wicked. And then, well, after bear camp, that usually wraps up in about June-ish or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rivers should be clean and clear by about July, August area. Do you have any plans for fishing the rivers? So, you know, you live pretty well on the piece. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely, because I'm going uh, going ocean fishing with Dad in July. So I want to try to get out to the Graham sometime, like, in August. Oh, yeah. So I want to take take the old sugar shack out there and go camping out there for a little while. Yeah. So I want to hit those rivers up out there. And then with, yeah, the Peace River right there, we can just literally walk to it if we wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's right there. Yeah. yeah go fish nice. the Peace River any day. That's actually something I'm looking forward to too. It's just doing more. Like we've been walking lots lately, mm-hmm. but now with like the weather getting better, it's gonna be so much. It's gonna be so much better. It's yeah, be we can aspect. go further, different places. Different places you can't go to. Mm-hmm. There's actually the there's a couple good. trails around town too that I haven't tried yet. No, it's just like little quad trails kind of thing. Or just yeah, it's like a walking trail, but it's like also uh, some kind of like sanctuary. Yeah, like there's, there's plant sanctu- sanctuary, I believe it is. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really cool. It's about, there. like, I think three kilometers long or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then there's the, oh, what the heck did that guy call it? Oh, the sand dunes there. His peace thing, that Baghdad to peace country or whatever it was mm-hmm. called. Because he made, like, a monolith Yeah. there. I haven't, I've seen somebody, I might, maybe you sent it to me. Yeah. But I haven't checked it out. Yeah. It looks weird. Like, I kind of want to go in there and just drive, like, fly the, the drone yeah. above and see if it's still there. Yeah, is it look like like drawings in the sand. Yeah. Oh, really? Kinda like crop circles almost. What? Yeah. But in the sand. It looked really sand. cool. Yeah, because that guy, he went to Baghdad, mm-hmm. and he's seen some terrible stuff or whatever. Yeah. And when he came back here, he was like, I just want to make, like, a peace sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So he went out with, like, a bunch of heavy equipment, and I think it was, like, hay bales and stuff. Yeah. They dug out the trenches and made up a little diagram or whatever, buried the hay bales in the sand, and now it's just, like, a his own little sanctuary or yeah. whatever. And 
people drive over it with quads and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that documentary is called Baghdad to Peace Country, I think. Huh? Something like that. You should check it out. It sounds yeah. like a good one. It sounds mm-hmm. very interesting. There's so many cool local like zen. Hudson Hope things that are just un- they're so cool. Yeah. Like well, this area is unreal. Well, it's... like the amount of stories and like yeah. books and stuff that are written in this area. Like I have quite a few. Yeah. Where the guy was the taxi driver, courier driver from Hythe to Dawson to the Taylor Flats, mm-hmm. and then he'd hop into a boat, and he'd do the mail up to Hudson Hope was one of the stops, but I think he might have kept going up to, like, Fort Graham, mm-hmm. and then turn around, and then float back down the river. Wow. And, yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then that was also before the, the dam, because you get up to the forks where the Finley and Parsnip yep. kind of came and merged where it starts the Peace River. Hmm. So that was a pretty neat little book. And then if you go into like the uh, the Sportsman Inn, yep. the restaurant there, all those pictures and posters and stuff, you see like all the old school cabins mm-hmm. and some of the Native Americans yeah. and stuff like that. Like yeah. The amount of uh, heritage and stuff that's around here is like... Very yeah. rich. Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place to be, to be honest. It's, it's such a hidden little gem and it's funny because had we have had this conversation even like three years ago, I never would have been like, oh, I'm going to move to Hudson's Hope. Mm-hmm. And now I can't even like imagine mm-hmm. like not having moved here. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, it's not just like heritage too, like all the like archaeological sites and mm-hmm. stuff like that, paleontologist stuff, like dinosaur the stuff. dinosaur tribe, yeah. all the fossils, like some mm-hmm. waterfalls even. Like it's, yeah. it's amazing little place to go and hang mm-hmm. out and just, you don't need much money. Like, you need a no. pair of shoes, maybe yeah, a pair you, of hikers. Like, if you go to the visitor center here, there's pamphlets, and at the district building, too, of all the hikes in the area. Mm. And there's, like, 20. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing at Tumblr Ridge, Yeah, it's, too. like, yeah, exactly the same, pretty yeah. much, yeah. Yeah, because when I went in there a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I just started grabbing pamphlets. Yeah. Like, I don't know which one I'm going to do, but I got options. Yeah, me and too. I got back to all the trades, and that stack was like yeah. a couple inches high. Like, we did, yeah. well, we tried to do Battleship Mountain once. Yeah, that was a few years ago. We didn't yeah. quite we didn't make, make it. it. Is that the one out by Carbon Lake? Yeah. 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 She gets that steep. Looks... It gets steep, yeah. I would love to try it again now that, uh, like, we're just, like, in a little bit better shape and it's yeah. been a couple years. I'd love to try it again, but mm-hmm. I, it was, yeah, uh, it was really what's... cool what we did get to. Mm-hmm. What's the one right at the start of the 12-mile road on the right-hand side? Uh, Butler Ridge? Nope. Or is that's further? No, that's further in. Is it Bullhead Mountain? Yeah. Bullhead, yeah. Bullhead. Yeah, that'd be a good one to mm-hmm. kind of start because it's right here up the mm-hmm. road. Yeah. Like 15 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also that cool little spot, the old Trapper's Cabin. Mm-hmm. We've, been, we've been in there. Yeah. Yeah. That place is pretty cool. When did you go in there? Me and you went in. When? Before winter. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Weird. I can't remember. Remember that little trail? We went in there and there's a little cabin in there? Oh, yeah. But we didn't go in the cabin. No, we just went. Sorry. I was yeah. like, I don't have mm-hmm. no cabin. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm picking up what you laid down. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a really cool place to check out, and even if you just drive up 12 Mile Road to the yeah. end where Dunleavy Creek yeah. flows in, hang out, grab some water, make a pot of coffee, yeah. make a tea or whatever. Have that was like roads. one of the first places we went when we moved here. 
Yeah. We went down to the end of 12 Mile Road, picked strawberries. Yeah, yeah. I was telling you and we had strawberries tea. that grow on that one rock yeah. face. Yeah. yeah, and it was like the beginning of the season, so there's only a few, but there was strawberry plants like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We also seen like, around that area, we seen freaking uh, those mountain sheep that yeah. were like yeah. climbing like up the side whatever. of the mountain. Yeah, yeah mountain cool. goats. Goats, I think. Goats, I think. I don't know. Uh, they were climbing. <laughs> yeah, goats, because a goat trail. Yeah, they were climbing up the side. of Yeah, that was really cool. Obviously. Yeah, that was uh, really neat. That was so cool. I, I was did so not expect that at all. No, yeah, I was like, what? There's a ton of stone sheep in there, too, and there's mm-hmm. a bunch of elk, grizzly bears, black yeah. bears. Like, it is so cool. Yeah, it's a really cool little yeah. drive. When, like, when you get up to like the Dunleavy uh, boat launch there, yeah. like, you got to be careful, because there's a, a herd of elk that are in there. Mm-hmm. They cross the road just all the time and like it's kind of nice because there's a no hunting zone right there until yeah. you get on the other side of Levy Creek so yep. there should be safe but mm-hmm. yeah, who knows with some people yeah but yeah you when you go up there you see those elk all the time so it's mm-hmm. like it's a cool drive just to go up to potentially see an elk yeah if you've never seen one up close yeah. before like it's, it's it crazy. is it's a cool drive and then yeah you have the cool creek at the end and mm. Pick some rocks, have some, drink some water right out of the Make creek. Make some tea yeah. if you want to, yeah, like have yeah. like, you can even have like a picnic out there, it's beautiful. It oh, is, yeah. yeah, that's what we did, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah if you go in like July too, as soon as you cross Dunleavy Creek mm-hmm. and you start to go up the first little side hill or whatever, there was uh, raspberry bushes in there. Yeah. Like, just thick. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, like it was, it looked like the coast, like with yeah. the, like salmon berries kind of thing, like it was just berries after berries mm-hmm. after berries and like that ditch was just right full yeah that's one thing i want like last year i never had the opportunity to but like going berry picking too mm-hmm. i really want to do that yeah get a bunch make some jam or something That'd yeah be awesome there's even definitely like, enough raspberries up there <laughs> yeah even just like i remember going as a kid my parents like my parents are smokers and they had those we used to get like tubs of tobacco. Mm-hmm. We used to go and we used to like fill them up, and it was just like such a cool like. What are those like core memories that just sticks yeah. in my brain? I can't wait to like do it again. I know. I remember picking huckleberries, and I probably ate just as much as I put in my bucket. And like by <laughs> the end, I like oh, I was like oh no. Oh yeah, yeah. The amount of tummy aches I've had. Yeah, berries. It's like a handful for the bucket, handful two or three for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dad's like all right. Tax, you gotta take, you gotta get your tax right. Put in the work, oh, yeah. oh, tax yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then, have you guys ever been out to Coldbrook Creek yet? No. Where I was finding all them plant fossils and stuff. No. Yeah, no. That's another place yeah. that we need to go because that's another like just amazing, mm-hmm. cool place. Because there's there's rocks that are like I don't know, about a third of the size of this room, and it's just flat stone, and it's just leaf fossils. That's like cool. it's just littered everywhere. Yeah. It's so neat. And then that's just between uh, Chetwin and Dawson Creek there. Mm-hmm. So it's like another nice, cool little local place yeah. to go. It's Yeah. And again, like it takes you a little bit of fuel to get there, but mm-hmm. there's no admission fees. There's yeah. no lineup. <laughs> that's right? kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, just go out and go out for an adventure for the day. Try to Make find some of these it. things. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, when we went out there, there was guys camping just across the creek mm-hmm. and then there's another set of people camped right along the murray river there and like that was it like, yeah so i mean like there is some people there but like uh, yeah but two nothing. people yeah nothing crazy yeah 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 so it is it's another nice little place to go to unwind and get away from it all and just 
mm-hmm. disconnect from the majority of people if you have to yeah if you're going out there and camping and you're camping beside two other guys like yeah you're along a river you know just yeah go 100 yards down the shoreline and you won't even realize that they're there yeah it's, it's nice i feel like we like stumbled upon like something so lucky like in hudson hope because mm-hmm. like right in our backyard we have like Dinosaur Lake, Williston Lake, Moberly Lake, Cameron the Peace Lake, River, Peace Cameron River. Lake, yeah. the yeah. Graham's right up the road. Yeah, like, then you got Halfway, Chihuahua. Yeah, halfway, Chihuahua. We got all the rivers around Chatwin. Tumbler yeah. isn't that far. Like, I feel super lucky to be to be in this area. Like, there's so, there's so much things you can do. Unlimited for, potential, man. Oh. Like, just everywhere you go, there's, like, I feel Every like direction. You yeah. could live here for your whole life and still, like, find cool new trails, like, mm-hmm. cool new things to do. Like, and it's just such a such a rich place to live. Yeah. It really is. Well, like, funny story. Before I bought my place in Buick, I was in Hudson Hope looking at houses. But at the time, like, the housing was, like, sky high. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I could find that was, like, somewhere in my price range was one of these houses kind of, like, on the bottom of the bench almost. Mm-hmm. And the house was almost, like, built into the hill. Yeah. kind of a thing and then there was like no parking and stuff and it yeah. was still like a couple hundred thousand dollars so it was <laughs> yeah. like uh, yeah and like looking back i almost wish i would have just bought the place mm-hmm. but i'm kind of glad i didn't because i don't think i would have been happy with the house <laughs> yeah but i would have been in hudson hope like this was my yeah. number one choice yeah and well unfortunately it didn't happen but <laughs> yeah who knows maybe one of these days here in the future yeah you never know what back. opportunities might come out yeah. divine timing everything works out the way it's supposed to for a reason right you oh, get yeah. There. oh yeah yeah we'll make her we had lots of setbacks before we ended up we're here where yeah. we we originally weren't planning on moving here but i'm sure glad that things fell apart so they could come together here yeah, yeah. so yeah worst case scenario i got a nice little yard right here that I can kind of steal from time to time <laughs> right <laughs> Yes. I like my holiday trailer more than my house anyway, right. so I'm more, way more comfortable than that thing. Set up yeah. shop in the old field. Just get one of those, like, sewer hoses you can plumb right in. Just oh, there are no ones. You should build a cabin trailer. on the property. That'd be cool. Here? To build a yeah. little tiny cabin on the I property. thought about it, maybe. Yeah, yeah out yeah. in the pasture. Yeah, Why out not? in the back corner when <laughs> Courtney kicks me out of the house. Get out of here. I'm going to sleep in the cabin for the night. Ah, good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, guys, I think we're going to cut her here. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, if you're wanting to hear more from Blaine and Courtney, check them out on YouTube at Macaroni Meadows. Uh, it's a YouTube channel about their life here in Hudson Hope. And also their No Waste Today's podcast. It's a podcast about sobriety living, uh, how to get sober, and how to stay sober. Anyways, guys, hope you enjoyed it. If you did, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. We'll catch you on the next one.